Welcome to The Wind Up. And today we are going to be reflecting on a show we saw last weekend, um, which was An Idiot's Guide to Wine by Merrick. Wine. And it was really funny, which is why you're laughing already. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I'm Trent. And I'm Jason. And uh, we're, we're two guys were unfiltered and unapologetically unprofessional uh, on this wine journey. Uh, and so you'll hear more from us. The slogan that we have for our show is drink, drink more, more, try more, more learn and learn more. more. Okay. Um, so first thing is um, what I've been drinking. So for me, uh, the other day I cooked up a Blue Bay Mussels um, with uh, a white wine sauce with echelots, tomatoes and garlic um, for some friends. And... Um, in terms of how I thought about matching this one, I went for a 2021 um, Coldstream Hills Chardonnay. So it went fantastically well with it, considering I actually used it to cook the mussels itself. Beautiful. And um, it was rounded citrus, grapefruit, uh, mineral with a bit of acidity as well. So that worked a treat and uh, a good recommendation for anyone here that wants to try that. Simple um, recipe, um, great wine, Easily accessible from my local vintage sellers for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. That $25. sounds like a bargain. Actually, I want to try that. I've seen it quite often. Um, yeah, something worth trying. Okay, so um, in terms of uh, the reflections, you kick off. Yeah. So so this week we're doing something a bit different. We were fortunate enough to watch Merrick perform at um, what was the name of the place again? It was some place Grand in Electric. sorry. Grand the electric. Grand Electric, and Surrey he was Hills. doing yeah. the Idiot's Guide to Wine. So, so Trent and I and another good friend of ours were able to attend. So we thought we'd reflect uh, and share some of the few things that we picked up through the show um, and then take it from there. So I'll, I can go first, go first. And, and talk about what, what I'd seen. I thought it was a fantastic show. Uh, I know Merrick through the radio show, uh, Merrick and Rosso. Yeah. Uh, on Nova and, and growing up really been listening to him uh, so I knew he was a radio host I knew he was a comedian I did not know that he was into wine and mm -hmm. so to have this show was quite interesting and and there's probably there's probably three things I want to talk about one he's qualified uh, he he he's qualified in terms of wine he did the Wesset which is the yeah. wine spirit three yeah Wesset three yeah so he's certified to, to level three wine spirit Education. Something, education trust yeah. uh and and we had a good chat to him he spent a, a lot of time with us after the show to kind of talk it through and it was really really useful and actually inspiring it, it made me think about wanting to get the certification myself so so that's one thing he's certified the other thing i was thinking about it was it was a great combination so not only was he doing his comedian stand-up routine we actually got to taste wine there was there's multiple sets of wine that we were able to taste throughout the show and he was informing and educating us throughout it. So the crowd was having a good time, having laughs. The wine helped us laugh even more. Uh, and, and then we learned quite a few things, some of that which we'll share today. And the last thing I learned actually wasn't on stage. It was in the toilet, which is an interesting place to, to learn something. Um, you went into the women's toilet, didn't you? It was it was one of those mixed gender mixed gender toilets. Is that is that what they're called? Where, where both the male and the female can go in? Yeah. It was confusing. I actually walked in, and then walked back out because I didn't know what to do. I saw a female in there, and I had to ask her, "Can I come in?" She said, "Yes, this is okay. You can, <laughs> you can enter." Anyway, I was in the cubicle doing my thing, and I happened to hear the cubicle next to me, 
And what, what the women were talking about, there was two women in the cubicle, it's one thing which was odd, <laughs> but, but they were saying that, did you see that woman behind us? She kept on licking her lips at Merrick and um, she, she really wanted him, is, is what I was overhearing. So Merrick is a stud, like the, yeah. the women want him. Um, and then the, the other woman responded by saying, a shame that she's married. So, so something else that I didn't, I learned, Merrick's a stud. That, that was some, some of the things that I, I picked did, up. I don't think I needed a woman to say that one. I think you knew I, that already. I knew that already. I right. had that vibe. Watch out, Merrick. Trent's going to chase you down. Yeah. Yeah, just to um, build on that as well. No, I found it um, quite good. So we had six wines over the course. So they kind of pushed it out on trolleys, like the IKEA trolleys. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it was up to the people to kind of pass it down the row for you to try the different wines. And the six wines that we had was uh, a Riesling, uh, Chardonnay, uh, Rosé, Grenache, uh, Shiraz. And a Pinot, didn't we? And a Pinot. And a Pinot. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, there weren't, you know, spectacular $100 wines, but, you know, they were really good representative of, I think, Australian wines. They're all in Yarra, Adelaide Hills. Um, and I think it was really, really good and interesting. And as we kind of went through it, um, you know, he took a very idiot's guide, idiot's yeah. way to kind of explain the wines, both about the grapes, the region, the history, and some facts about it, such as um, the Grenache, you know, um, in Avignon in southeastern France, having kind of been there from when the Pope was there. Um, talk about, uh, was it the rosé being drunk by the Spartans? Back, yeah. in, back, back in the day and that's what they drink and that's the toughest of men so it's not a girl's drink so just bits of history that kind of like breaks it down and make it a bit more uh, accessible to um, the idiots like us uh, I remember he was talking about the uh, the charcuterie charcuterie board is that how you charcuterie? pronounce it? charcuterie board charcuterie. Too, too fancy for me too fancy for me but yeah. <laughs> but often he'd, he'd make references to Mel, Mel Genitalia on yeah. that board anyway that's something else so anything else that you wanted to um, share from, no, the, from the, words, the show? The words that kind of come, come to my mind when I thought about the show was, you know, it was engaging, it was funny, hilarious, witty, had his kind of crude sense of humor as well and had a good sense of education to it as well. So, um, no, I thought it was a fantastic show. And I had to give it a rating, probably like eight or nine out of ten. I thought it was the right mix that kind of um, suited all levels from the idiot sidecast to maybe the ones that have done the kind of Wesset education yeah. Um, courses so it's you know um, I think it was a good balance between comedy and wine completely, it. completely yeah. agree I, I'd give it an 8 out of 10 as well highly recommend anyone go if they have an opportunity to do so you'll have a laugh you'll learn some wine you'll taste some wine it's great okay and so for um, as part of the show he started to kind of make us think about wine slightly differently in terms of um, pairings of food and you would see in front of us today that we have some oysters with some chili and also the chicken twisties, okay? Um, so the two pairings that we want to try today is um, oysters with chi- uh, with a slice of chili with uh, a cold Riesling in a shot glass and just down it in one go. He said it's fantastic, they'll blow your mind. And the second one is? The second, second one is chicken twisties, which I, I have to admit I don't typically have with wine and, and honestly I haven't had in a while. But he said to pair that with a Chardonnay and, and the, the chicken twisties are, will have a good pairing with that. Okay, cool. So let's kick this off. Um, today we've got uh, two types of oysters. I went to the fish market earlier today. One is a Coffin Bay oyster and the other one is a extra large Pacific Bay. I went for the kind of more salty one, also a creamy one to see how they'll mix with the, the Riesling. And what Riesling are we trying with today? 
Uh, we're, we're trying a Dr. Lucent Riesling from Dan Murphy's. It was about $20. It was a 20, 2017 Riesling. Um, uh, it was a Lucent Brothers one, which we'll, we'll get to have here. Uh, and we'll, we'll show it on screen, so it's on the camera, so that people can see it close up. Um, good purchase from Dan's. Okay, let's try these oysters. So um, A and B. So let's try it. Let's try the A first. So the Riesling's already in there. It's, it's the oyster and the slither of chili. Should, should, should we do it the same way? By I smell and Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. That, that's how we tasted the podcast. So let, let's, let's try via eye. And I, I'd love for you to describe <laughs> what you're seeing right now because it's not what we typically see. It looks like a weird science experiment to me. Um, I know something within a, a test tube with a slice of chili in it. So not the most appetizing thing that I've seen in, in, in my lifetime, but uh, keen to try. Yeah, completely agree. Let's let's have a go. Cheers, sir. No, I smell oh, it. let's smell. I can smell the chili come through. Um, again, yeah. I didn't know what chilies to buy. Um, again, there was a a um, a mix of chilies that uh, was on uh, on the on the shelf, and one of them was like a habanero, which I've heard was, you know, pretty damn hot. So yes. I carefully avoided that one. Okay, so this and is lower in the yeah, in the, 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 scale. Thing, the thing that I heard was that the bigger bigger the chili, the less hot it is. Okay, and this was a big chili. This was about this was a big chili. The even bigger chili is like a, a capsicum. It's meant to be a chili as well, right? We should have gone capsicum. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, as I'm smelling this, I feel I feel very scared. I feel like it's going to be very so. Hot. This could be quite funny, but I'll let Jason go first and let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Let's give this a try. <laughs> It's just um, <laughs> it's a weird sensation when you're having a drink and then this this thing just hits the back of your throat. It's a very, very odd sensation. Never felt that. And then the chili follows through. What? Right at the end. And it's got a bit of heat, but <laughs> it's not. It's not amazing for me. I don't know if it's the reasoning or the oyster or whatever. Uh, yeah, I've got to say I'm not. I'm not blown away by a special combination in any way. Yeah. I, I would not go out and, and try this again. I think um, I was, yeah, I was overthinking about that that oyster hitting the back of my throat. And like then it big, hit it, right? Like a big glob of phlegm, you know, kind of hitting oh, my head. That's how I felt. It, it was an odd sensation, yeah. I then it just agree. kind of went down and I forgot to chew it. So. Yes. <laughs> and is that how we're meant that's to? How, that's straight how down. That's sort of a shot. So let's try the second one. Yeah. And this time I try and chew it. And chili wasn't that hot, luckily enough. So you can see there, that's a bigger, bigger, <laughs> bigger oyster. Big, Can't a, wait a for that mother, to go mother, down. Right? So let's try. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> let's not laugh. Sorry, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I couldn't. <coughs> it stuck in his throat. <laughs> it, it didn't fit in my mouth. <laughs> it's just this. 
I needed to open my mouth bigger to let it go down. Mm. And uh, yeah, for me, I got the oyster shell coming through on it as well. Oh, so I added an extra layer of complexity to the to the oyster. That was and the racing. That was unexpected. I feel like maybe if we chop it up a bit more, it'll be easier to to pursue. But the flavors, personally, I. I, I I don't, I, I don't get the combination. I, I don't. But then you know that Merrick is a funny guy as well. It could have been just the practical joke that <laughs> he could have told. Yeah. And go, hey, look at these Muppets. They'll try this. <laughs> Riesling with an oyster in a shot glass with a slice of chili. Do you think... He, he mentioned it should be freezing cold. Do you think that has anything... Would that change it in any way? Oh, no, I don't think so. No, not at all. I don't... Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, but it was worth the try... And Merrick, if you're listening or watching, let us know if we've done anything wrong here. Keen to represent what you've put out there. So that, okay. that was interesting. Also well, a good laugh. Yeah. Corkscrews out of 10? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is it the wine or is it the pairing combination? We haven't had the wine on its own, right? Oh, so I, I don't know. I'm just thinking a shot glass together. It, it's a bit... Yeah. I don't know how it works. To be honest, um, but is the is the corkscrew rating on the wine on its own or is everything? It, everything, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm I'm giving this a two, uh, a two out of ten corkscrews. Uh, it's good for a laugh. I'd, I'd love to see the footage on this, um, but but the chunkiness of the oyster uh, and the flavors themselves, it's not a match made in heaven in my mind. What about you? Uh, I think I wouldn't go that harsh. I'd probably yeah. say like a four or five out of ten. Okay. All right, so you love that feeling. Um, or something getting stuck down my throat. Yeah, yeah, okay, good, 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 good. Haven't had much practice, but... <laughs> we learn something every time. Perfect. Okay, next uh, one. So Let's do it. So the next one, I'm going to move these to the side. <clears throat> I think I've still got an oyster stuck in the throat there. That's not going to disappear. Okay, the, the next combination that we're going to have is chicken twisties and and like i was saying i haven't had these in quite some time when's the last time you had a chicken twisty oh probably last decade is probably when i had it yeah all right actually probably a bit longer high school maybe and even then i I was a cheese twisty kind of guy Uh, the people that like chicken twisties i'm worried about them i don't Uh, i I get it i did like chicken twisties i liked um cheetos and i now like kettle uh, honey baked ham. Now you're as talking. Well. Now you're you talking. Know, like I've grown up. Yeah. Thank, now... thank goodness for that. <laughs> as we talk about the oysters in our throats. So, uh, we we had the chicken twisties, and what what Merrick recommended was that we have it with a chardonnay. And so, like we were saying, we have the Yering Station uh, Chardonnay 2017 from Yarra Valley, and we're going to give that a go so yeah so i got this one from uh the cellar release at dan murphy's so i tend to kind of go hunting around there whenever i visit and um for this one i got it for 35 dollars um so that's six years worth of aging um at 35 i think pretty good um and yarra's always always delivers on a good chardonnay so let's see so this one we could probably better taste and uh, test on the on the eyes, the nose, yeah. and this and the um, mouth. Mm. So so let's go through with the eyes first, and I'll, again I'll bring it up to the camera just so you can get a sense of what that looks like. Um, very light straw, pale color. Yeah, t- touch of green, but but quite pale on the nose. 
Have I already been eating a chicken twisty? I don't know about you, but I've mm. I get a roast chicken kind of I scent from this. Is uh, that is that me or? Uh, what do you get? I can what get, do it. You get? I get it. I think it's that kind of slight creaminess, butteriness. Um, yes, yeah, it is quite buttery actually. Mm. All right, which is that um, the fermentation, right? Which I know they always do. I then call it malolactic fermentation, where they change it into lactic acid, which is like milk, hence the butteriness of it. Oh, you know, that's the first time I've actually understood that. Yeah. So the fermentation gives it that body, yeah, because it's it's that milky texture. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Lactic lactose, get it? Lactose. Yeah, got it. And so, let's taste with the mouth. Yeah. It's a very easy drinking Chardonnay for me. Um, doesn't have big length. It's probably a lighter version. Um, I think that's generally the trend in the Yarra as well. It's not the kind of big Chardonnays um, that kind of hit you. Um, it's probably a bit more restrained. Um, it's a high altitude maybe um, or pick earlier. So it still has a kind of Chardonnay and elements of it, but it's still a bit of that creaminess, mm. but not overly done. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think when we opened this up, I, I couldn't really get it, but but the butterness comes through, but it's not as intense mm. as the traditional ones or really oaky kind of flavours. Yeah, I was just saying, um, no, the other one I was trying to think about trying, because I'm thinking roast chicken, and when I make a roast chicken, I generally have the butter that I stuff underneath the skin that mm. I roast off and has a big flavours. Not good for the cholesterol, but good in terms of taste. Yes. And I thought do something similar so i was going to get a robert mondavi chardonnay which is again big flavors big butteriness and whether that would kind of be like that butter that goes with the roast chicken right sounds uh, like a future episode we need to do here. future episode but um i think let's see with the chicken twisties how this goes yeah all right so grab a grab a big twisty give that a crunch i hope this doesn't get stuck down my throat yeah it's definitely going to be a different <coughs> sensation as <laughs> <laughs> i pick the right one here Mm. I think you need mm. a couple in there. Mm. <laughs> How many have you? I haven't had it for a while. All right. So I'm... Chicken twisty to me is chicken salt. Effectively. No. no? Different. What are you getting? Chicken salt is a bit more savouriness to it. Mm. This one feels a bit more artificial. Mm. But it has that kind of salty... I don't know. Is it umami? Can I say umami? Hmm. Kind of flavors that get, kind of get you hooked. And just like what I was doing, you, you start, it's like the Pringles ad, you know, once you pop, you can't stop. So similarly, now with the wine. And I, I've just gone right ahead um, and sampled it. Um, can't hold back. I can't hold back. On on entry, it actually pairs quite well. To me, it, it enhances that, that chicken flavor that's coming from it. But at the end of it, uh, through the finish, it, there's a bit of a sharp harshness. I, I don't know if you get that as well, but I'm not getting an enjoyable flavor right at the end. But on entry, it, it, I think it matches. It kind of intensifies the flavor. Hmm. I think with the Chardonnay, it might do it. Maybe again with the kind of the bigger, more buttery ones, maybe it would have done better against mm. the, um, the chicken twisties. So I think that's probably where it's kind of falling short a bit. But 
Maybe yeah. it needs to be a more buttery kind yeah. of Chardonnay. Well, 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 Merrick did say that, you know, go big and get like a $50, $60 bottle of Chardonnay. But frankly, um, you know, with the cost of living prices these days, it's probably too expensive. My wife wouldn't allow it. So. Yeah, and if, if you were doing that with a, a packet of Twisties, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. So. <laughs> but worth the try. So let's give it a corkscrew rating. What do you think of, of the pairing between the two? Uh, better than the oysters. Um, I think the positivity in terms of this one is they kind of wiped out the flavor of that oyster kind of down my throat. Yeah. Um, but then as it kind of grew, I think it was good. Um, probably like a six out of ten. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's better than than the oysters. Uh, maybe, again, maybe it's like the oysters. You have to kind of drop the twisty inside it, then it tastes better. And and we'll have it in the shot glass next time. <laughs> I I I don't know if it's a pairing that I really want to go out and try again. To be honest, it 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 it, it works at the start. Uh, it kind of left me with with an odd flavor right at the end. I'd give it a, a 5 out of 10 corkscrews for, for that pairing. But again, Merrick, uh, I know you're watching. Let us know if we got this wrong. Maybe there's a better Chardonnay that we should we should have with it. I think next time we should also try different um, pairings as well. If there's any kind of recommendations from anyone, like burger rings, as I say, the honey-baked ham, kettle chips, um, Doritos is one of my favorites, nacho cheese, fantastic. Indulge, enjoy life. That's, that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Life's short, right? So... Sounds good. Okay. Anyway, we'll try this today. Um, just in terms of winding it up. Um, oysters, not so good. Chicken twisties, better. Okay. Yep. Better. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Um, so um, that's it from us on the yeah, wind up. I, I, think, I, I think the other thing to consider is definitely go see the show, uh, The Idiot's Guide to Wine. Merrick is a funny, funny man, quite educational. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, some different pairings, uh, but we can take from there. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. And as we sh say here, <laughs> drink, drink more, more, try more, learn, learn more. more. Thank you. Thanks, all.